Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's Sales Talk Podcast. Diving deep into the world of sales and entrepreneurship by interviewing top leaders and influencers from around the world so you can overcome obstacles and achieve success. And now, here's your host, international best-selling author and business expert, Anthony Garcia. Catapulting Commission family, what's up team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commission's podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. So, our guests continue to get impressive and more impressive and Catapulting Commission's family, you're going to want to listen today because we're going to break down one of the forgotten arts of really driving customer engagement, bringing your customers home, and for lack of better words, catapulting your commissions. Let me tell you about Rick Elmore. Rick Elmore is an entrepreneur, sales and marketing expert. He is the founder and CEO of Simply Noted. Rick developed a proprietary technology that puts real pen and ink to paper to scale handwritten communication, helping businesses of all industries scale this unique marketing platform to stand out from their competition and build a meaningful relationship with clients, customers, and employees. Rick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me today. It's great to be here. God, man, so let's break this down. I remember my very first sales job I had was 20 years ago. And... I was told by my sales manager, right, you write a handwritten note at the end and thank somebody for their time. Mm-hmm. And in theory, it seemed great to actually execute. Like, if you have a full day of appointments, it became more of a chore, <laughs> and we would lose some of that. So Absolutely. Yeah, help, me, help me understand, man, how did, how did Simply Noted come to life? Because it's, it's, you know, for lack of better words, it's a forgotten art. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Yeah, again, my name is Rick Elmore. My background is actually in uh, medical sales, but uh, I went back and did my MBA in 2017, and that's where the idea for Simply Noted began. About a year into my program, um, you know, I, I had no clue, you know, this was ever going to happen. But like, you know, the the epiphany happened when I was listening to a lecture. So about a year into my program, I was in a marketing class, and I had a professor going over all the success rates in marketing. And our classes were three and a half hours long. You know, after working a full day, this was night school. And he was talking about like everything was super nominal. Email was like, you know, low double digits, you know, cold calling was single digits, e- like email. Yeah, everything. Direct mail is all super low. And at the end of this lecture, I don't even think he meant to do this, but he said something that was just so profound. And he said, hey, guys, you know what, what or what is what works now better now than if not ever is a good old fashioned handwritten note. They get open 99 plus percent of the time. So almost 100 percent open rate. It's rare. Nobody's receiving them. And it's just a great way to you know engage your clients in a different way. And I just thought it was like such a no brainer. But I was in a medical sales job that had 400 I had 400 clients in my portfolio, plus like 6,000 targets in my like total addressable market in my territory. And I just thought there's no way to do this like at scale. There's no way to do it efficiently. Um, you know, it took me and my wife two weeks to send out holiday cards to my clients. And all we did was write the address, and like no return address. We stamped the return address and we wrote the uh, hand wrote the recipient address. It took us two weeks just to put a Christmas card in an envelope. So... I had a, a classmate of mine and myself, we got together and we started, you know, thinking like, hey, you know, if there's a way to scale this and automate it, you know, for businesses, like we could be onto something here. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it, it's been incredibly hard to build this over the last five years, but we got to work, you know, every great journey begins with a single step. Um, I bought a, a really 
terrible pen like writing machine from China. It was like 600 bucks. It was just a paperless like uh, XYZ writing machine that had no paper feed. It was called a pen plotter. And uh, it took us about a month, but I wrote 500 handwritten notes with this machine. And I used it as a sales tool early on because I was trying to get in front of my clients and, and grow my business. But I, I sent out 500 handwritten notes to clients I didn't work with. And I thought like, hey, this could be a good way to book meetings. Like it's it's really hard to get past gatekeepers. Um, you know, it's really hard to get in front of these decision makers all the time. So I sent out 500 handwritten notes after about a month of dealing with this really bad machine that was terrible. It broke down all the time. I had my, my parents when I was at work try to like make it work, like my wife. Um, but yeah, these 500 handwritten notes that we sent out, the response rate was just absolutely amazing. These doctors were calling me and saying, hey, Rick, like, first off, thanks for sending me a handwritten note. Like, this is cool. Um, let's book a lunch and talk about, you know, like your business and what you can do. And I had a, a, a quota of about $50,000 a month for this small medical company I was working for. And within six weeks of sending out that handwritten mail campaign, I sold about $280,000 in new sales. It's $28,000 in commission. Like the entrepreneurial light bulb seizure moment went off. I was like, I knew this was going to work. Like, this is amazing. Um, and basically, you know, from that day forward, I started working on a company that can scale sending genuine handwritten notes and then automate it um, for, you know, B2B businesses, e-commerce platforms, or anybody who uses software. Like we can automate sending a thank you card for anything. So that's kind of like the quick high level overview, but there's so much more. Um, I mean, we build robots now. We work with Fortune 100 companies. I mean, we run our own printing warehouse. We have our own engineering firm. Like, it's 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 intense what we've done over the last five years. Man, well, one, congratulations to your success, right? I, I definitely know getting a, a business up and running is never easy. It's first five years are always <laughs> first five years are always like the the kicker to your face, right? I just I just had a guest in the podcast earlier that made the reference that. No matter the size of your company, you're gonna get punched in your face at least eight times a day. I was like, yes, that's mm -hmm. pretty accurate. That is that is a 100 accurate description of this of this life we signed up for. But so, congratulations there. Now, is this process like? Do you see? Do you see more people using this as a gratitude methodology? Like, hey, reaching out after the fact, saying thank you, or is this more? It's like what you said in the beginning. It's like assist with prospecting, getting in front of somebody because. I know what one of the things that that you know I had a medical sales background as well, and I know even now with, with the clients that I work with, I'm like we have to be able to stand out. Like I have to mm -hmm. be different than my competition. Like, and, and every 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 entrepreneur, every salesperson thinks their product and service is the greatest. Hands down, you wouldn't I wouldn't trust somebody mm -hmm. if you didn't think their product or service is the greatest. Yeah. But in reality, there is competition. There are things that are just as good. Maybe you have a slight edge or whatever it may be. So we have to be different. This provides a differentiation. So how, are, how do you see your people or your customers utilizing this, this automation tool? Well, I definitely see our, our best clients use us as a gratitude tool to build a relationship. Um, like you just said, like every business has a competitor. Every client has an option to who they're going to work with. Um, how I was successful in my medical sales career was absolutely dominating the relationship. I was willing to go above and beyond and do things that my competitors weren't going to do. So my clients knew that I was the best person there for them. I had their best interests in mind. You know, I remember their birthdays. I'd ask them how their wife was doing, how their weekend was. I'd text them 
about a team, you know, that they're interested in. Like, hey, I saw the Dodgers are doing, you know, Dodgers just won, uh, whatever, go Dodgers. I'm from LA too, so it was easy. But no, I was willing to do things with the relationship that really helped me scale my business. And I think um, if you really look at it like that, you know, how relationships are is what's going to drive your business forward in the future. Um, you start looking at your business in a different way. Our best clients use us just to say thank you, um, to kind of get away from that leaky bucket syndrome, you know, the attrition of just, you know, mm-hmm. customers coming and going nonstop. What we are, we just started doing a, a survey about three months ago. And what we're finding is that in that first 90 days of a client coming on, if you're not doing anything or everything you possibly can to work on that relationship, you're going to lose them. Um, and the evidence that we're finding is very clear. You know, if you're not calling them and thanking them, calling them and saying, hey, what can we do better for you? How was your experience? Sending them and thank you note and obsessing about their customer experience. Um, the, the odds of you losing that client are they go absolutely through the roof. But we do have people who use us uh, for marketing or business development or booking meetings. We use our own tool for marketing, business development, booking meetings. I, we send out handwritten notes every single week to book meetings. It's a great tool to use for booking meetings. But, um, you know, what we have seen, you know, the clients who use us the most often, the most frequently, and who have used us the longest are the clients who use us just to say thank you. Because the relationship's never going to go away in business, especially in today's digital world. Um, you know, from 2000 to 2022, it's a digital revolution. Everything went, you know, online. Everything is automated nowadays. Like, you know, email, text messaging, even social, like all your stuff online is automated. Really, the last thing that you think can be automated is a handwritten note. Um, like it's just people don't understand there's technologies out there that can help you do it. But now we're in the AI revolution. So we really do genuinely believe like we started at a perfect time five, six years ago, and everything's going to come back again. You know, everything's going digital and AI, and there's going to be a resurgence of getting going tactical, tangible, face to face. And this is just a great tool that helps you do that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can't I can't speak enough about that, that they're the skill or the ability, just this personal influence of some of these. I don't know, I hate saying it because I'm going to date you and me, but some of these old school philosophies <laughs> we did many years ago, they're coming back around, right? There's there mm-hmm. a study done many years ago out of Cambridge and it was talking about the future of automation. And it talked about mm-hmm. how like 90% of the jobs that are in the market space today are at risk of being taken over by automation. Yeah. One of them that wasn't was management influence, like a sales, a sales manager, because you had to be able to influence somebody. Can't mm-hmm. do that through automation. Can't do that through AI. Mm-mm. And some of those tools to influence, like the handwritten notes, the face-to-face visits, you can't replace that. So I love that. I, mm-hmm. I love, I love you know the area your company's positioned and primed in. So that's 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 a a good story, good segue for me to bring this up to to the next part, right? So majority of the listeners on the show are high-performing sales professionals or entrepreneurs that have sales teams. Think of service-based professionals, and they mm-hmm. are trying to grow their business right now. You're going in your five, you're going in five years. I think the number of businesses that make it to five years is super low. Five um, percent. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. help us understand, right? What are some of the early adversities you faced in bringing this business to life that you overcome? But you thought at a point in time, like, hey, this is it. This is this is the this is going to be the blow that's going to crush me. Well, you know, when you start a business, and I, I've learned this now as an entrepreneur, you gotta you gotta be really good. At what you do before you start a business, I think a lot of people 
um, who want to start a business. They want to be their own boss, but they don't realize like everything that goes into it. I'm a sales and marketing founder, but if I ever start another business, I'd realize I would need a tech founder. I would need, you know, a fractional CFO or fractional, maybe a CMO, something like that. But I'm really good at sales and marketing and I've treated, um, you know, this entire process, I've brought that to the table. Um, what has helped us grow is just tons and tons of activity, all the stuff that you hear, you know, your, your sales managers and your most successful, uh, like sales reps talk about, it's just all about the hustles, getting out there, outworking everybody. Um, but what I have really done good um, is what I did good in medical sales is managing relationships, getting out there, connecting the dots, making, making the right connections. Um, you know, I've, I've scaled my activity. I'm using tons of different tools, um, you know, for social, again, our own handwritten notes. Um, you know, we reach out to, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm, I'm constantly reaching out to, you know, people that are successful business owners here and trying to get lunches with them and, and connect with them, people in the community um, to show them who we are, what we do, and just build on that relationship. So I think it's really important, you know, as a, as a business owner, understand what you're good at, but understand what you're not good at and get those other people on board. Um, I was talking to my wife too last night and she just uh, got a new job and uh, she's in fundraising and she went through like one of those like uh, skill talent, like, like an, whatever test systems. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things was, is that like, you got to, you got to 10 X down on your strengths and, you know, not worry about your weaknesses. You can, work on your weaknesses, but your strengths are what are going to carry you into the future. Um, put all your energy into your strengths. And my strengths have always been activity, relationship management, outworking everybody. You know, my credo is passion, desire, perseverance, and strength. Like a, I'm passionate about what I'm doing, you know, which is the problem that we're solving. I have desire, you know, to keep growing, becoming a better person, perseverance, right? Like you said, like you need to persevere. You're going to get punched eight times in the face as a business owner or sales rep every single day. And then strength, right? Because there's going to be a lot of dark times that you're going to have to hold it together and keep moving forward. Oh, man, absolutely. There is uh, a challenge that comes with this journey that I don't think we, we realize. And I love how you approach me and say, right, you have to identify what your strengths are and be really good at that. And, you know, in the early stages, and even now, I, I mean, I struggle with this with my with my own company right now. Like, I, I still wear multiple hats right now. I always, you know, I always joke. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm close enough to where you know, I, you know, I can start adding a few layers, but I'm not close enough to where I'm not. So it's, we're we're a growing company. You know, I consider I consider catapulting commissions a startup. So definitely wear multiple hats. But I quickly have hired or outsourced the areas I suck at, like, or mm -hmm. I just don't want to do. Like, I have just, there's certain things that people do better, um, but in identifying your strengths and running with it, um, it gives us like level of confidence, right? So I, I look at, look at your journey right now, Rick, you have a high income skill point blank. If simply noted tomorrow, blink of an eye is gone. You have a high income skill and you would bounce I back be significantly be fast, right? <laughs> yeah. So when we, when you have this high income skill, there's a certain level of confidence of like, okay, I can do this. I can make mm -hmm. this work. Uh, but I've also found out that sometimes that level of confidence can kind of get us blinded. Um, mm -hmm. do, you, do you have any mentors along the way or like how who's so, keeping you focus on this journey? A big reason why I started my, my own business is I wanted to prove to myself my success wasn't because of something else or somebody else. You know, my background's in athletics. Um, you know, I played high, like high level division one uh, football, you know, Pac-10 back then. 
Uh, I love the Pac-10 and multiple stat categories, all-conference player three years in a row, drafted in the NFL, played three years there. You know, when I was a medical sales rep, I was rookie of the year my first year. In the next five years, I was either top 1% or top five sales rep. And I was having all this success. And I'm, a lot of these, um, uh, a lot, I feel like a lot of these high, um, you know, highly successful individuals, you kind of have like imposter syndrome. It's like, you feel like you're good, but you don't like, there's like, you want to be better, but mm-hmm. like kind of like withhold yourself being becoming like from getting better, kind of like in your own way. So I started, you know, uh, simply noted a big reason why is to prove that my success wasn't because of a system. You know, it wasn't because of a product. It wasn't because of a company. It wasn't because of a person, you know, no nepotism. I wanted to prove to myself that I had an idea and I can do this. And my skills that I've developed, you know, on myself is what's helping me become successful. So I think a lot of people who are high, like high achievers, you know, they kind of have that, you know, doubt in their mind. And the way for you to kind of push through that doubt is you have to prove to yourself and get through it. Um, this is how I did it. You know, I wanted to, I had an idea, you know, I went to business school, you know, I had an idea and I executed it. So, and I'm nowhere near, you know, the potential of this business. We've, we're completely self-funded and this is a robotics company, a software company, an industrial automation company. I bit off way more than I could chew. You know, I'm, I'm literally drinking from a fire hose, you know, 26 hours a day. Like I'm literally having vivid dreams of the problems I'm trying to solve. Like I am you know, in a a completely different headspace than I was seven years ago when I was a medical sales rep, I've had to evolve and and become better. But um, I think if you're out there and you're starting a business, you're a sales rep and you're trying to get better, you have to get so far outside your comfort zone and do something different every single day um, to help you elevate and grow. Um, Like you're not going to you're not going to reach your potential or become as good as you can come if you just kind of get into routine and do the same things. Um, you know, it's too competitive. There's too many people out there who want it more than you. You know, times are changing faster than ever. Technology is going to replace a lot of us. So like, you're going to kind of have to have that anxiety for progress. Always want to learn, always want to create, always want to get better. And that's kind of, you know, what I've done to help my career progress. Oh man. I love it. And yeah, dude, congratulations. I saw you had an incredibly successful athletic career in the Pac-10, which, man, I, I wish that some, I wish that Pac-10 or Pac-12 was going to be what it's what it was back then. That's when you and I grew I up. I know it's not. It's, yeah. <laughs> that could be a whole other show. Um, I know. So your platform, you're growing, self-funded. That is incredibly impressive, right? So you're, you're, you're building this bootstrapped organization. What's next for you? So right now, you know, if I go on the website and simply noted.com catapult commissions family, you'll find that link in the show notes right there. You go, now I can send cards. Now, can I create my own custom cards? Can I send cards with my logo? Like what's the, what's the premise behind it? <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. No, I think right now we're a client engagement platform. So if, whether you're trying to like retain your clients or acquire new clients, a handwritten notes are a good way to do it. Um, it's incredibly inexpensive. You know, we have plans that start from like $3 a card all the way down to like a dollar a card. Um, and if you're looking at, you know, your cost per acquisition, you know, even you now our, our CPA and ads, it's incredibly high. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to, to narrow down and really get that, that, um, CPA really low, but, um, a handwritten note is just so rare. You know, it pops up and it, it literally stands up on a desk, 
You know, it's literally a foldover card. It has an incredibly long shelf life. If you think of that text message, that email, they get forgotten immediately. You know, they within seconds, if not even a second, a uh, handwritten note, you know, it could be in someone's desk, you know, for six weeks, eight weeks. We'll send out our sample kits, you know, and get a call six months later and they still have it in their in their desk. You know, so a handwritten note, I, I believe it's worth its weight in gold. Um, they're incredibly rare. The average person receives less than five a year. You know, I think it's even lower than that. Um, just, you know, a, a quick story, you know, when I, I was being recruited, um, you know, outside that, you know, that great, you know, story I told about, you know, how much commission I, I got off a 500 note campaign. But when I was being recruited out of college, I had over 50 division one offers. Um, I was, I have, I have a twin brother. I was only going to go somewhere, um, uh, with my twin brother. So the only schools I really considered were the, the schools that sent me a handwritten note, you know, and these, anytime I got a handwritten note from a coach, you know, I'd literally like walk around, like it was like literally a piece of gold. I would show my friends. I was like, check this out. You know, the head coach from Kentucky just sent me this or Hey, Kansas state just sent me this or Oregon just sent me this. And like, it was just so incredibly awesome. When I left the 49ers in 2012, coach Jim Harbaugh, um, who was the head coach at Stanford when I was at Arizona. So I played against him at, at U, U of A for five years. He sent me a handwritten note. Um, and I just thought that was like so incredible. Like somebody of his stature, regardless if he did it or not, or his assistant, I think he did, right? Perception's reality. Now that's literally a keepsake in my office. So these people of influence, if you're an executive, you're a business owner, you know, you have influence over your community, your team, you know, your clients. And a handwritten note is just such a powerful way to literally bury like you into the cerebellum of their brain. Like they will never forget that. It's so powerful. It's so rare. And we just make it incredibly easy. But going forward, you know, I see simply noted growing, you know, outside the product that we our service that we do today, kind of go um, more into like the gifting platform, mm -hmm. you know, adding more to the handwritten note right now. I think the handwritten note's a gift. Um, it's just why I try to fancy it up with a bottle of wine. But I, I do see us growing into a platform that allows our clients to, you know, send more than just a handwritten note. But right now, in order for me to do that, I would need to raise, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And I don't even think we've scratched the surface of the potential here. You know, we've invest over $900,000 just into our writing robot, um, just the development, not the production. You know, now we're in production. It's incredibly expensive. We're doing injection molding, working in China, have an electrical team, a software team, a mechanical team. Um, we're trying to build them all here in, in Arizona, which is incredibly expensive, but there's a purpose to that. But I just, I'm excited about the growth, you know, that I'm having personally, you know, the professional and personal growth. But, uh, I'm excited about the problem that we're solving is really scaling and automating and making it easier than ever. You know, as easy as sending an email to send a real genuine handwritten note. Oh man, I love it. And, and Catapult Commissions family, I mean, I, if you haven't played on Simply Noted, go on the website. I mean, it integrates with everything. You can make a zap to your CRM, mm -hmm. your email management system. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's funny. I would, you know, you can set it up that way. I love things running through my VA. So I zap stuff to my VA and she's like, the wizard behind yeah. the scenes. There's all the things you can do to make this automated, but yeah, you know, you, you is a great tool for us. Yeah. It's, it's massive. You, you mentioned one thing, Rick, people don't realize how much of a position of influence they have when you're the founder, the leader, 
the, the, the president, the sales manager, whatever it may be, right? I recently had a conversation with a couple of my clients. They're, they're founders. They're, they're relatively young, but their, their company, I think, is five years old, four years old. And, you know, they got a, a staff of 20. And, you mm-hmm. know, they're all relatively the same age. And I'm like, hey, they are. But you two built a company in your parents' base room that is now doing four and a half, five million dollars a year. There's a certain level of like, oh, my goodness, you did something. People look at you just a little bit differently. So when you send mm-hmm. something like a, a handwritten note, it means something. So I, I love that because, you know, I got a handwritten note from first sales job from um, our regional sales director. And it was like handwritten in the mail. And I have it somewhere upstairs in the scrapbook. 20 years later, I still have that. Don't have the emails that were sent to me, mm-hmm. no. but I have that. Think about it. Are you going to print off an email and put it on your fridge? No. <laughs> Are you going to print off, you get a screenshot, a text message? No. You know, and uh, I just, I think uh, every business should thank their client once a year. You know, we have a client appreciation, uh, customer appreciation day coming up here in like a week. Um, I wish more businesses would do it every single year, but, you know, we do have a good amount of our clients will send a note, you know, at least on a customer appreciation day, which is at the end of April. And then during the holidays, our busiest time is during the holidays. Almost all our clients send holiday cards. But um, yeah, just do not underestimate the power of just saying thank you and putting it in pen on a real card. Um, the influence you have, you don't realize like like you can make someone's day and how that you kind of had the butterfly effect on your business. You know, they can stay longer, refer a friend, you know, write a review, you know, a big client can see that online. Like, you know, we're really big on social proof, like reviews mean everything to us, the feedback, the way people talk about us online. But a big point of that is how we treat our clients. And we're always sending them handwritten notes. I I call all our new clients personally once a month, you know, I'll spend a day, you know, I'll look up who our new clients are the last 30 days. I'll spend literally hours just calling them and saying, thank you. Like, People are like, I can't believe the CEO of a company is calling me to thank me. Like that stuff matters. Sending a, a thank you card matters. You know, outside of using us as a business development tool, it's just the relationship. Focus on the relationship and watch your business just hockey stick. It may take some time. Everything takes time. Good things take time, right? You know, how you how you win business is how you lose business, right? Don't be that guy who tries to win on price or lose on price. Win on relationship loyalty is royalty and this is a great tool for that oh man loyalty is royalty uh, catapult commission family rewind that listen to that again rick elmore thank you so much man founder ceo of of simply noted you'll find that link in the show note hey rick how does the catapult commission's family uh get a hold of you learn more or like what what websites domains or where should we send them to? yeah so i'm on linkedin all day please um please connect with me on linkedin uh, i try to do with trying to respond within an hour. If you have a question, um, I'll be happy to help you. But go to our website, Simply Noted, just how it's spelled, S as in Sam, I-M as in Mary, P-L-Y, noted.com. And request a sample. We'll send you this. I don't know if this is going to be on video or mm-hmm. online, but we'll send you this nice sample kit with a bunch of handwriting samples and, and flyers and case studies and pricing and handwriting styles. Um, we get amazing feedback on our sample kit. Um, but yeah, and that's free. We'll send it to you for free. Um, but yeah, just go to simplynoted.com, request a sample. And uh, what usually happens, people get the sample kit and they like, it literally blows their mind. They're like, oh, I thought this was going to be printed. Like, no, it's really written by, with a, with a real pen, the ink will smear. And then they get excited and they talk to us about a project we can help them with. 
Oh, that's exciting, man. I'm so, so excited, man. I'm going to give me one of those of my own. And I love the concept. I definitely think we'll be implementing the Catapult Emissions structure. So, Catapult Emissions family, this is the time of the show you know what to do. Do me a favor. Go ahead and smash that like button. Be sure to subscribe if you're a new listener. And comment. Let me know your thoughts, your feedbacks. Do you like handwritten cards? Is it something that you would want to receive? Is it something you would adapt to? Let me know. Rick, thanks for joining the show, man. We wish you nothing but abundant success. Thanks for listening to the Catapulting Commission Sales Talk Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Anthony Paul Garcia. Until next time.